You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Girl, stop playing. Welcome to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. I'm your host, Coriel, and you already know that I am here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I'm an advocate for helping you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all if you are willing to work. So, On this week's show, you already know I'm bringing you a working woman who is going to encourage you to do the damn thing. But before I introduce today's guest, you got to make sure that you like, comment below and subscribe to the channel because this is one of many amazing conversations that are going to move the culture forward. So today's guest, episode 20, features India Monet, who is a real estate investor, ownership advocate. That sound good, right? Ownership advocate, y'all, and the founder of Land Over Labels. Welcome to the studio, India Monet. Thank you. Thank you. So India Monet is actually your real name. Yeah. First and middle, y'all want to see my license? I really thought, you know, you know, people be having an Instagram name. name. I didn't think it was a stripper name, but I definitely thought it was like just a, I mean, it's a pretty fly name. Your your mama did you good. Did you you. good. Um, So I'm super excited to have you back on my new podcast. You were a former guest on Confessions of a Workaholic, still putting in that work. So we had to have you back on the show. So I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Um, So. I came across India Monet on Instagram. Y'all know you can make some really good connections on the gram if you actually take them offline. So you were hosting a class years ago about getting into um, real estate investments. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get into real estate investments. So I'm like, yo, she's preaching this land over labels. I had never heard it before. But I personally have, you know, always felt that the ownership was more important than, Mm -hmm. you know, the labels. So I saw that you were you were pushing this message and I thought it was such a strong message. So let's get into it. I want to start, though, pre real estate investor, because the way that you got into this space is such a powerful story. So Mm -hmm. you got to share the story for the people who don't know. Oh, Lord. First Take of us all, back. Cole, thank you because you're an OG Land of Labels alumni. OG <laughs> Triple OG. What, 2018? It was, it was a while. 18, ago. 19, some years ago. ago um, when we were scrambling for venues. <laughs> listen, listen. We you definitely leveled up. Though. Yes, we, we, we leveled up, and I appreciate you for believing and attending. Um, but how did I get into real estate? Long story, let's make it short. I was a workaholic. Uh, working hard and not smart, right? Because we're not taught how to work smart. Um, I had a full-time online boutique, and hence the name Land Over Labels, if it makes sense. Um, but a full-time online boutique, which did pretty well, hit summertime, which in retail is slow for everybody, mm-hmm. and decided to do a pop-up shop. Leaving the pop-up shop, going to get something to eat, hadn't eaten all day. Like most entrepreneurs, we scramble, 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 don't put ourselves last, mm-hmm. um, which... That, that has changed as well, right? But I was running to get something to eat and got struck by a drunk driver. Everything stopped for me. Mm-hmm. I ended up in a wheelchair for six months. I got 11 metal plates in my left foot, two screws in my right foot, didn't wear heels for a while, was in a wheelchair for about six months, had a baby, he was four, couldn't take him to preschool. It was rough. Um, and I realized then that passive income was the wave. <laughs> that was it. It was like, hey, what could I do where nothing could stop me? And it's so crazy because 
COVID for me was very reminiscent of the mm-hmm. wheelchair. Like everything stopped. You wasn't new to this. Right. Yeah. I, it, and I thrived in COVID, which we'll talk about too. But when those hard times hit is when you really like, you see the darkness. They say it takes a certain amount of darkness to see the stars. Mm-hmm. Baby, I went crazy after that. So um, got out the wheelchair, bought my first property. What were you doing in the wheelchair, though? Because I think it's so profound that you were in this space where you literally could not move. You know, like you're literally you have to just pause and you probably would not have sat down any other way had God not not. sat you down. So but I want to talk about what you were doing in the process, because a lot of people can use a situation like that, use it as an excuse for why I can't. Mm -hmm. But you were like, no, this is why I have to. I had so many DMs and emails when I got out that chair about people that had been in traumatic accidents, that lost parents and lost kids and were just frozen by it. And they're like, how do you keep going? Um, You know what? It was my baby. It was my baby that gave me the will, right? Um, In that chair, you got to imagine, I couldn't work anymore. I was refunding orders. Not only that, I couldn't bathe him anymore. I couldn't bathe myself. I couldn't put myself on the toilet. Like, I had a bedside you know toilet Mm -hmm. you know like it was very very humbling very humbling but I knew that this is something that could happen again and it could be worse Mm -hmm. right so not only do I need to create income that I don't have to show up for I don't have to walk for um but I need to create something that will be left to my child Mm -hmm. right and so legacy became my drive and so I studied the whole time I was in that wheelchair I'm a busy busy body anyway um, I'm a Gemini, so we just never stop. And because I couldn't get up and go, my mind was going. And when my mind was going, I was reading. I was reading Robert Kiyosaki books. I was watching Jay Morrison on YouTube and studying, you know, there wasn't a lot of people talking about real estate investing. Not Before people that it was trendy. Right. Mm-hmm. Not people that look like us, right? And so I think the thing is we think that it's not attainable for us if we don't see people that look like us in the in the realm. And so that's kind of why I started Land Over Labels after I started investing. Um, but, yeah, I studied. I read a lot. And I was deleting every damn thing off of my credit report because I knew when I get up out this chair, mm-hmm. I'm going to take off. And my credit was holding me back, which it holds us all back because we just don't have the knowledge. So I was working on my credit. And, um, yeah, I was doing all of the things that I needed to do to prepare myself for ownership. And I love that. I remember at the at the class, I'm thinking I'm coming to just learn about real estate, but there was a huge portion of it that was about credit. Mm-hmm. And I think that that sometimes is like the missing link where we see the glitz mm-hmm. and the glam on Instagram, but we don't really know the pieces of the puzzle that yes. it takes to actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you didn't leave out the real, real, you mm-hmm. know, what it actually takes to be able to accomplish some of these things, I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you even mentioning, mentioning it because that's one of those things that like, well, I want to check that credit report Mm -hmm. we all want to really face the facts but ignorance is not bliss when it comes to your credit like if you're not constantly and consistently um making sure that you're building you can't do any of the great things that you want to do so before we dive dive deeper into uh, real estate though i wanted to ask you about fashion because you had the boutique you're still very stylish are you. you still in in that space no 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 i'm not in the space Fashion to me, so my mother has a fashion degree. My oh, gra- so you got it honest. <laughs> yeah, my aunt ha- 
both aunts have fashion degrees. My grandmother, her bed sheets got to be Ralph Lauren. <laughs> so, baby, this is, didn't just happen by they're, chance. They're ridiculous. They are ridiculous. And so, yeah, it's just, it comes natural. Same thing on my dad's side. Like, my aunts, they're all super fly. And so, that's just something that I grew up in. Gotcha. And so, it was easy for me to move over into that family. I went to school for public relations. I didn't go to school for fashion. And the reason why is because they all did and they mm-hmm. weren't rich. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I was like, different. What I'm going to be fly, but we're going to do it a little different. Exactly. I love it. I exactly. Love it. So, you said you knew that you needed something passive. Yes. There's somebody out there right now that's like, sis, passive is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. How do I get in where I fit in? What is your advice now for someone who's looking to create some passive income? Obviously, I'm an advocate for real estate mm-hmm. because I'm an advocate for ownership. Like you ownership said, advocate. ownership advocate. I love that. Um, but more urgently, I like to take your, I think a lot of us don't understand that if you've been working in a field for 10 years, it makes you an expert. It's the same thing as going to college for four years. We're not doing, we don't have to do that anymore, right? And so there's a lot of people that possess a whole lot of knowledge and information and just don't know that somebody else needs it, right? And so 10 years, you've been in nursing. There's somebody or even a travel nurse that wants to jump into that field, but they're afraid, right? Mm-hmm. And so you talk a lot about it. Take your expertise, put it into an ebook, put it into a course, an online course. Um, you know, information is different now. That. It's different. So I would say start there. You know, what do you know that you can teach to someone else and make a little bit of passive income on? Write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, once you create more cash and get that credit where it needs to be, buy a property. <laughs> um, a multifamily should Ooh, be yes. your start. Get into it. Should be your start. You know, I know a lot of people are like, well, I bought my single family first. It's fine because you own but um we just didn't know any better we just thought let's just go buy our forever home i didn't either i I bought a condo first i didn't buy a multi-family i didn't buy multi-families until COVID. Mm. until COVID. so and we can talk about that but again we got sat down and i got more strategic yes right because we have to you have to you have to yeah And, and what people don't realize i think is you can make more money y'all listening (laughs) <laughs> I'm talking to you. You can make more money. This is a free game. Mm-hmm. Teaching people how to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Then you can make doing the thing. Yep. You can make, let me just say that one more time for the people in the back. You can make more money teaching people how to do the thing. You don't even have to spend the time. I mean, as long as you've done the thing and you have the credentials and the experience to teach people, you can literally make more money teaching people how to do it. We live in the information age. Mm-hmm. The information um, product space, it's like something stupid. Like, 22 mm-hmm. billion, like a, a massive amount of money that you can tap into using the information that you already have in your head. Yep. So I appreciate you mentioning that because I'm always advocating for people taking advantage of the time that you've spent doing all of these things, right. working for somebody else. You got to start capitalizing off of that. Exactly. So you do all of the things, India, and I got a list of some of the things that I think you do. So I just want to <laughs> name them. And then first thing that comes to mind, where you're currently doing with these things, you just get into it. So the first one is Airbnb. And you just hopped off a live. I know people are still poking at you for your Airbnb advice. So your current state with Airbnb, what you got going on, advice for somebody that wants to get into it, all things Airbnb. Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. Please be. I can't stand Airbnb. But Airbnb is at least three times four, five times which you would make, you know, over a regular long-term rental. 
but 20 times a headache. <laughs> and so I've gotten to a place where I'm just so spoiled by passive income. I want it to be as passive. Don't call me for nothing. I want it to be as passive as possible, right? And so I have this philosophy. The shorter the rental, the longer the money, right? Mm. The bigger the bag. Mm-hmm. And so um, in October, I started the Money Club. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to the Money Club. <laughs> but... Which you may not know is the Money Club clothes. I knew that, but I wasn't gonna tell you. Baby, girl. <laughs> I was still gonna. No, oh, I'm out. perfectly fine with airing them out. The people were so racist. Really? In the ownership advocate, that was my first lease, mm-hmm. and I always say, "Owner be owned." And baby, they were they owning me. Own you. They were trying to. They were trying to own me. It got rough over there. It got to the point where they were exploiting me. Mm-hmm. They were stalking me. They were harassing me. They were so blatantly racist. Right here in ATL. What? Child. They were so blatantly racist. Like, I had, like, one day I had 2%, Yandy, Tiffany from Bidana's, great friend, love her, um, Google, all in there shooting Tiffany's shapewear brand. VH1 came to film it because of Yandy. Do you know they fined me $2,000 and said I shot an unauthorized rap video? Mind you... This is Isn't a this your space? production space. Yeah. So what makes it unauthorized if it was a rap video? <laughs> and did they assume it was a rap video because there were black people? I mean, I baby, ain't... I couldn't have packed up quick enough. Ooh. You ain't got to t- you ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about. But what I did learn is that now we take one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars a day for Airbnb. In that in that day, you got time to party, tear my shit up, break stuff, act a fool, and now we can turn that into an hourly rate, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I'm doing now. So basically, I'm transitioning my Airbnb into a pure space, a creative content space. Smart lady. Um, every room is actually some rooms are two or three sets. Um, and so it's about 13 scenes in my house now. Nice. And for, Are we getting an invitation to come sure. check it out? Come on. Come on and check it out. I would love to have Roro. He was sleepy last baby time. Gotta come. <laughs> that baby cut up at your last spot. You can't come without him. <laughs> oh, he told her shit. I don't But yeah, and so that's what they're asking me about because I put it in my stories earlier when I had the moving guys moving things in and out and basically transitioning this is my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So y'all can't tell me nothing what to do. Yep. in my house. I talked to my neighbor, Miss Barbara. She's fine. You know what I mean? Don't call the police. Right, right, right. <laughs> Get that little approval and keep... So so for somebody who is interested in getting into the space, I am obviously in, in Airbnb. I agree a thousand percent with all of the things you said yeah. from the money being great to the headache being not so great Ooh, to... Yeah. All of those things. And then I feel like Airbnb is starting to get a bad name. Like I've been seeing a lot of the, you know, the commentary around it. But in case there's somebody watching who is still interested in getting into into the space. Absolutely. What is your advice? Is your advice to get in, but go the peer space route or Mm. what would you say? So I'm a, I like to call myself a maximizer, right? And so you can do both. There Mm -hmm. are people that do Airbnb at night pure space in the morning you know what I mean so you want to find you know right now my goal is finding and teaching people how to find the maximum the maximum and highest and best use of whatever the space is gotcha right and so it's kind of a personal thing it depends on where your space is your location etc um but Airbnb is still great money you just got to be real 
hard on those on those people. You know what? The demographic has changed. The world has changed mm-hmm. after COVID. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Integrity is out the window. You know, people are just not the same. And so you want to make sure that if you are doing Airbnb, you are letting them know that you will be fined for this. You will be fined for that. Something crazy happened at one of your Airbnbs. I just thought about it, and they had to cut you a check. Several crazy things. I literally just, I remember you posting about it when you said that. Somebody um, damaged something. That's happened a couple times. you like, girl, which so, time? So one time, so I I have a, let me give y'all a real gym real quick. Smoke removal is very expensive. Very expensive. So if somebody even leaves an ash in your house, call them people and get that invoice that mm-hmm. says, if I come do smoke removal, it's $1,200. I had somebody smoke a hookah. My house is in um, West Downtown Atlanta. It's old. It was built in 1902. Ooh, Very classic. old. Classic. And I wanted to keep a lot of the character, and I kept the hardwood floors. And they dropped the coal out the hookah and burnt the hardwood floor. And that's just one of, of many. You know, they painted the wall a different color a couple months ago. <laughs> like, why would you paint my wall? Why would you paint my wall? They said when they came in, they scratched it, so they tried to fix it. But painted it gray, and the wall was white. So how did you? Baby. How did you? You know, that? entrepreneurship really teaches you that common sense is not so common. Ooh. And having people in your space is like even. So let's get off Airbnb. Um, <laughs> Toro. I, I don't want to deter people. We, from- did, we they think twice. <laughs> Seriously. No, because I do think that people see, I got 25 Airbnb units. I got, you know, we see this on Instagram and then you get that one and it knocks your socks off mm-hmm. and you're like, but sis didn't tell me about this part. So yeah. we're telling you. We're telling you. You can't say that we didn't tell you. You will make more money. You make will make good, more money, make but you're going to work for it. You're going to work. You're going to work for it. Yeah, you're going to be a little stressed sometimes. A little. <laughs> a little stressed. Um, are you into Toro or not? I'm not into Toro. Not, have but you ever I teach been? Toro. You do too? Okay, I thought I you teach, okay, Yeah, okay. I teach Toro, but I'm not, I'm not, I haven't gotten into it. What's your opinion? First thing that comes to mind when I say Toro? Uh, same thing. The demographic has changed. And some of my clients who got into Toro had a couple issues, people wrecking cars. And so you just have to be stern. You have to make sure you're telling them about fines and enforcing those fines. Um, you know, just... Be leery. Yeah, be be careful. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. But it's it's a good way to make money. And again, we talk about maximizing, right? So if you have a house and a car, you got a tour. Works together. Yep. Yeah, they work together. You know, people need something to drive. Okay, swim suites. Tell me about this swim suites. I love swim suites. Give the people the tea on the swim seat. Swim (laughs) suites. So. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. 
Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Okay, so COVID shut us down, and so my mind started working again. And I went to MIT has a commercial real estate analysis program. And so I enrolled there and got certified, and that really pushed me into multifamily. Um, I got a five-unit and a six-unit on the same day. And it happened because I was actually doing a wholesale deal. Mm-hmm. I don't tell people I wholesale. Sometimes I do, y'all. So send me your deals. <laughs> but this was just a really good deal. Um, in the Midwest, the market is amazing still, still. And so the numbers were really good, and I had a buyer in D.C. If you guys don't know about wholesaling, come to Land Over Labels. Come to Land Over Labels. That was the first time I heard about it. <laughs> but um, basically, wholesaling, you're like the middleman, mm-hmm. like, with wholesaling anything, right? And so you find a property, the property's worth 100K, you might say, I'm gonna sell it for 150. They buy it for 150 to 50K is yours. Just, I just gave you a whole lesson. Free game. <laughs> Free game, right? And so I was in the middle of a wholesale deal on those two buildings to a guy in DC who was spending like upwards 200,000. But the deals were so good that I was like, I'm keeping these. And I kept them. Um, very, very good deal. They didn't need much work. The Midwest is a renter's market, y'all. If anybody's thinking about investing in multifamily, the Midwest is a renter's market. As much as I am an owner's advocate, I'm also an investor and have to take advantage of the fact that they will serial rent, they will pass down apartments. Really? Yes. There's not, there's not, you know, ownership is just not still not a big thing there. Gotcha. And so um, the rental income is great. They don't leave. You know, I had a a tenant pass away Mm -hmm. last summer. But aside from that, nobody, they never leave. They're just not voluntarily leaving. Yeah, right. They don't get up and go. um, And they pay. And if they don't pay, because we were in COVID, in the Midwest, there's a lot of help. You have, like, Catholic charities. You got Jewish centers. You have, like, nonprofits that help Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. rental assistance. And so it's a great area to invest in. Um, And so, oh, you asked about some sweets. sweets. (laughs) So this is she how I, so many this, investments. This She's is like, a, wait a minute, which one were we talking about? I know, I'm sorry. And I'm crazy. I get off track. No, but good. this is how I, I, I always wanted sweets. I wanted beauty sweets since I was in a wheelchair. And I started studying Charlotte's Market to open beauty sweets there mm-hmm. in 2016. Mm-hmm. 
ended up not doing it. But then when I got the multi-families, it's like, okay, you have five people paying you under one roof. So that means all the problems you would have are all under one roof, right? <laughs> and you got more income coming under one roof, but they still got to come up with the money. But in suites, you're giving them a place to create to the income the to pay you. It's foolproof, right? As long as they're booked, <laughs> it's a foolproof, you know, it's mm -hmm, foolproof. Mm -hmm. And because I went to MIT, I'm, I'm, I'm much better at analyzing these types of deals, and it just made sense to do some beauty suites. And somebody actually showed me the space, mm -hmm. and it was almost already framed out for suites so that I had got a framing estimate like six months prior that was like $60,000 mm -hmm. just to frame out a building. And I was like, wait, so I could not have to do that? You know what I mean? And so it just, just made sense. And where are the suites? They're in Decatur. They're in Decatur. Are you booked? No. All right, so, so they got to get with it. come and see me. Yeah. Yes, we have four suites left. So come and see me. Barbers, estheticians, lash bros, hairstylists. Are there restrictions um, to like types of business or it just needs to be in the beauty space? It doesn't have to be in the beauty space. Okay. We have somebody that has a boutique that wanted to come in. And we actually have a, ba a girl that has a bakery that wants to set up for people to come pick up. And I'm fine with that too, but you can't cook there. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's a whole nother liability. Yeah. Right. Okay, so for people who have, are multi-passionate. Yeah. You obviously have a lot of passions, you know, things that you're passionate about, a lot of projects that you're working on, and you have a son. Yes. It wasn't until I had my child that I realized that mothers were superheroes. Ooh. That you the the fact that you can do anything right on top of mothering. Like even just make a sandwich. Girl. <laughs> anything right. on top of mothering. Top of mothering. It's <laughs> like, baby, you yeah. did it. You yeah. did it today. Yeah. How are you able not how are you able to do all the things, but what is your advice for someone who has a child, mm -hmm. has a full-time job, and might mm -hmm. be saying to themselves, I just can't do another thing. But that other thing could literally be the key to their freedom. Um, time management. Time management, you got to maximize when they sleep. You got to maximize when they're at school. Um, time management is just try to, try to find a really good support system. That's always amazing. Um, and, you know, my son is just kind of acclimated to being in those spaces. He rolls with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so charge their tablet. <laughs> Listen, who thought they was going to be the mama that their baby didn't have a tablet? <laughs> Girl, you I can't get that tablet out fast enough. We was at the Cheesecake Factory last time. I'm like, baby, the phone, where is that? <laughs> Girl, all them rules went right out the window. Uh, but you mentioned we don't have to go to college anymore. That's not necessarily a thing. What's no. your advice for your son in terms of college? Um, so I started him in basketball camp this week because I was like, if you do go, <laughs> you will not pay will, for it. It will be on a scholarship. But um, he understands that, you know, his passion, I'm gonna I'm going to be behind it. But, you know, he understands, like, he's like, mm, why don't you sell, sell this house and let's get a bigger one? And, you know, like, he's already working mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the investment, you know, investment. His mind is works in investment terms. Um, and so I, I love that for you. I love that for him. I love that for us. Yeah. That we are just doing it mm -hmm. in yeah. a way that our kids can see it and yeah. naturally do it. Like how fashion naturally came for you. Yeah. Ownership is just in him That's already. Thing. Yeah. I love it. He talks about it to his friends and I'm like, don't do that. You know, I don't want to feel braggy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Baby, he could be talking about so many other things. Okay, <laughs> let him talk about right. something legit. Yeah. Something else that I just thought about that stuck out at that class. You talked about, I think the little girl's name was Lily. Was her oh, name Lily? I still tell Girl, that story. Tell the story again because that was just that such a 
not even in my realm, like in the realm of possibility. That's for why me. I tell it. Please tell the. That's why I story. tell it. And so the prelude is I ask, I always ask in every class I do, or even just speaking, what is your definition of financial freedom, right? Because it is relative. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also shaped by your own perception and your level of experience and your where you've been, what you've seen, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so Lily was a little girl of um, a, a different color that <laughs> it was in Ty's class in first grade. Mm-hmm. He went to a predominantly white school in, in first grade. Um, and Lily's parents, I can't believe you remember this. Girl, I remember because I'm like, my baby is going to be the Lily. Yep. My baby is the Lily. Exactly. Exactly. That's another reason why we tell this story. But Lily's parents emailed the whole class, all of the parents in the class, and it was so gangster. It was so Lily, <laughs> Lily's, Lily's parents said, greetings. Um, basically, our family is going to be sailing the Caribbean islands for the next three to four years. Three to four years, y'all. Three to four, three to four years. Um, and we just wanted to make sure that we stay connected. Lily hates, very sad to see, to leave all her friends at this particular school. Um, this is our blog. Uh, this is our email, and they had a nerve to end with fair winds. The See, G, I'm gonna say the G it. family. I'm not gonna give their last name. The G it's family. On the side. And so, do you see how your perception of financial freedom changes? How the hell can you get on a boat for four years? How? How? And don't even three to four years, maybe. We're not even sure. Maybe we might stay five. You know what I mean? And so, imagine Lily's perspective. When she gets our age. And so when we talk about like creating equity, that's the reason because we don't, they have a 400 year head start, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure it's probably the G's family's generation before them that set them up. For that, that set them up to sail the Caribbean islands for three to four years. I'm like, Lily don't need a teacher. <laughs> Listen, Lily don't need a classroom. The Lily world is the world is about to be Lily her classroom. Need, exactly. I wonder where she is now. Ty's eleven. Still so. on that damn boat because COVID happened and they said, "Baby, we not coming off of this boat." The boat was called the Magnolia. Girl, she's on the Magnolia. I love it for Lily. She's on the Magnolia. Let's just pause. We're gonna do a little moment of silence. Okay. May we all create Lilies, yes. y'all. Like seriously, because the, yes. the I might name my daughter Lily. Well, I ain't going to go that far, but she's going to have a spirit of Lily up in her, okay? Because, seriously, exposing yeah. our children just to, that just, you see it stuck with me all these years later. I That's remember the crazy. little girl name. That was like, like three or four years ago. And, I, and I te- I've been speaking in Ohio back home where I'm from every two weeks for the past couple of um, months. My best friend has a parent enrichment program, trying to reach the parents to reach the kids. And I make sure I talk about Lily because when I ask, what's financial freedom? The number one answer I hear is putting our bills on auto pay. You know, and that's like that's the that's that's what that's people the, are aspiring. That's to. the ceiling, and yeah. and that's amazing. That's amazing, but they've been that <laughs> that's nothing to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I, I that's the reason why we talk about it because for me, money I like to see money. Money is a brick, you know. And once you stack your bricks and you continue to stack your bricks and flip your bricks. Then you'll be on a boat. Then <laughs> you'll be on a boat, baby. Still yeah. in the world. Right. Fair wind. We have to change our mindset. Have to. Because, yeah. again, like you said, if you have never 
seen, and I have, you know, Lily is not a little black girl, so I have not necessarily seen someone who looks like me doing the thing, but just for me to know it's possible. Yeah. Just for me to know it's possible, it's like you have something greater to aspire mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And so we're I resourceful people. We are. We, we, we are. Hard we are. We just have to we just, just show know. us it's possible and yes. we'll figure out a plan. Exactly. We'll figure out a plan. Exactly. So with the all of the talks of this recession, mm. the dreaded R word that yeah. everybody is just clutching their pearls. Mm-hmm. What is your advice? With your MIT <laughs> analysis, what is your advice for should people be weary right now? Should people be saving their money and stacking for deal? Like what mm-hmm. what what's your advice? I think you should be budgeting first of all. And if you do own, take advantage of the equity because we are about to hit recession, but the values are still high. The market is still high. The interest is high too. Right, but the values are going down, mm-hmm. and the interest is going up. I think um, the Feds told us we got at least three point five percent more coming before the end of the year. So if you're looking at five percent interest rates, it's going to be eight. So take the money out and don't spend it. <laughs> That's take my, it out and don't take it out and do it. not spend it. I would say invest it into something that is um, not crypto. Would you say invest it into crypto, baby? Them people that lost. I'm them people, okay? I ain't know what Ooh. I was doing. Not volatile, yeah. Something that's a little more foolproof, I like to say. <laughs> did you lose some money in India? I did not. You did not. <laughs> she said, I'm staying with the real estate, baby. Yeah. I, I was I was studying and trying to go to class. I couldn't follow it. I just, Me either. That's why I shouldn't have, I should have <laughs> kept my little money to myself. But you know what? I did. I put money in there that I wasn't planning on, like, getting okay. right back out. So yeah. I'm just going to, girl, made a force be with that money, okay? Yeah. That money is just my, for my baby at this point. It's just going to stay there forever. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It'll turn back around. Yeah, it has when to. When he's grown. Well, um, all the markets are cyclical, so they got to they gotta go up. They got to come down. We're right? just waiting on the coming back up. Yeah. Um, You just mentioned, though, that you were involved in two real estate deals on the same day. Mm-hmm. Somebody watching this was like, but how? Kime. Kime was like, but how? Like, <laughs> how? I was like, but how? How is that possible? Because, again, for most people, we cannot even wrap our mind around that being a thing for us. So I'm sure that credit is part of it. But Absolutely. what are, you know, what are the pieces of that puzzle? Absolutely. So the buyer was acquiring two buildings together and I was I basically lumped them together as a package deal. And that's mm. how I was wholesaling them to him. Um, and so I baby, I'm gonna shake you down. I'm a negotiation queen. So I had got the seller down so low to where the two buildings were almost the price of one. And so that's why when I got them down so low, that's when I was like, sorry. Stop no answering longer, that dude. Phone it's call. No longer for said, sale. Oh. <laughs> right. I kept it. But on the flip side, business credit. I bought the property in my business name using an SEC loan. I mean, SBA. SBA loan. Listen, it's final. So it's like, think about basketball game. Okay. SBA loan. Um, and so that's something that you have access to if you have business credit, right? SBA loan. Right. We don't know. I don't know. Is it? It's, yeah. How? Absolutely. Tell them, how do you have access to it? Because you got good business credit. You go to SBA and you ask for the money. And the interest rate was so low, it was like 3.2%. And guess what? It's still not in repayment. And I bought that in December of 2020. And it was supposed to be in a year the repayment starts. So it's free and clear for now. But when the repayment starts, I do have to make a payment on the building. But it's from the SBA. So many... 
people in the black community are late to the party when it comes to these resources. And when we show up to the party, we think it's a scam. Mm -hmm. How many people thought that that EIDL money was a scam and missed out? Baby! <laughs> Thank you. Listen, y'all are all right with me. You know, you are all right with me. Okay. I, but I had my paperwork together. I yeah. had, you know, like you have to have the things in order to, yeah. to make it happen. But so many of us miss out mm -hmm. on these resources because we just think. My biggest thing right now is stability and credibility. Stability and credibility. And so even with Swim Suites, when they come in, the beauty pros come in, they have a a bunch of courses that are free to them so mm. that they legitimize their business and they set themselves up to be able to get funding. This is the thing about the bank. If they don't give you money, they're going to go out of business, right? They want to give you the money, but you need to legitimize. You mm -hmm, need to show mm -hmm. that you're stable and that you're credible. And that's all that business credit is. That's all that credit is, period, it's credibility. Can you pay on time? So the SBA says, okay, looks like she pays on time. Here you go. Here's yeah, the money for your bit for your buildings. Yeah. yeah, I didn't go through traditional lending. I actually still haven't used my FHA loan. Mm. I know. 14 units, and I have not use my FHA. I'm being trying to be very strategic about it. Trying. <laughs> you are being very strategic. That That's amazing. Um, so let's talk really quickly about different avenues of getting into real estate. Wholesaling, you, you briefly mentioned. But yeah. what are some other ways for people who may have a SBA loan that they're ready to do something with mm -hmm. or something? Mm -hmm. What are some avenues that they can consider? I think the biggest thing right now is like JV and joint venturing. And, and I bought those buildings with my business partner. Mm. Um, and we own Swim Capital. Her name is Shanae Wilson. I'm India Monet. Hence the name Swim. <laughs> in Swim ah, Suites. Ah, got you. Okay. Yes. So we bought the buildings and then we opened up Swim Suites. But JV, collaborating, I can scale so much faster. You know what I mean? Like it really changed my life. Like I was able to buy 11 units at one time because of the joint venture. So mm -hmm. that's something that is it's non traditional. We don't think about. How can I get into this faster? Find somebody with some money. It, or they have the knowledge and you got the money, or vice versa, or they have credit mm -hmm. and you have the money. Y'all both need the knowledge. Let me take that back. Y'all <laughs> both need the knowledge. I asked somebody DM me the other day and was like, you know what? I went into a deal. I'm in a couple of deals with one of my friends, but she just knows more than me and I just feel like she's being shady. Can you please mentor me? Find time to ask, ma'am. <laughs> right. I mean, better late than never. She, guess, well, she yeah. needs to get the knowledge. You know, mm -hmm. like, so that. You can't you don't be played. Get advantage of. Right. Yeah. You can't get played. And so JVing is a great way to get started in real estate, whether it's single family, multifamily. It's okay to buy a single family with your friend or your cousin or your granny mm -hmm. and put it on Airbnb. And y'all split the profits. You know what I mean? It's a start. And the thing about um, lenders is they like to see ownership. So start somewhere because credibility is one thing, but now you got some assets that I can snatch if you do default. Mm. So it's easier for them to give you funding. Um, single family, multifamily is great if you can find it. Airbnb arbitrage, which I don't really like to talk about much. Girl, talk about it because <laughs> people be getting kicked out, put out, all of the things. Yeah, so I, I got a class on the 23rd. It's 20, 23rd and 24th is a two-day event. And I have Marcia, who's Airbnb Arbitrage Goat. She has 22 units mm. that she does not own. She does amazing, and she'll be there to answer all your questions. But I will say that if you, if your paperwork is right, you'll be fine. And within your contracts, there's certain terminology, certain vocabulary that they want to see. 
when they're giving you those units. Mm -hmm. And if those of you that don't know what arbitrage is, basically renting a space and subleasing, sub-leasing. it mm-hmm. short term and keeping the profit. Okay. So what would you say in terms of your real estate career has been more beneficial, mentorship or partnership? Mm, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I guess it depends on where I am mentally at the time. Like, you know, I got so drained with teaching and I felt so guilty about it. I, Did you? I, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to answer this call. You I don't are allowed to, to not want to talk to the people. I don't want to email back. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I got, I got really drained with it. But during that time, my portfolio went from five units to 16. You know what I mean? And so, but that's because I partnered. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? So mentoring, the money is amazing. And the passion, the purpose is there. You feel fulfilled until you don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. You feel fulfilled until you're pouring from an empty cup. Then you're drained and you're tired and you got this guilt over you. And so both of them have been equally amazing, I would say. Like mentoring for, you know, I did that for years Mm -hmm. until I stopped. I was capped at five properties for like two and a half years. Until you cleared space. Yeah. And then I started investing again. And so now I'm like, okay, let's do a class. I let's actually do haven't done a class. I was on tour with Black Girls in Real Estate last year. Um, every month was a different city. That was amazing. But Landover Labels alone hasn't done an event since the pandemic hit. And so let's go. Yes. <laughs> so listen, on that note, let the people know where they can find the class, how they can support. If there's something else you got going on, right there, let them know. Hey, y'all. Um, LandoverLabels.com. You can look at the link in my bio. It's underscore India Monet and get your tickets. It's a two-day event. We are teaching wholesaling, multifamilies, personal business credit, Airbnb, peer space. All the things. All the things on Saturday. And on Sunday, we're getting into the field, which is my favorite part. Um, we actually get on a big, huge tour bus. We're going to tour. We're going to learn how to analyze the market. Here in Atlanta, we're going to do a gentrification tour so that you can Mm -hmm. know how to spot it because, honestly, they bring the value, and that's where we should be investing. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to look at 35 acres of land, which I'm excited about. Talk a little bit about development. And, yeah, landoverlabels.com or landoverlabels on Instagram or India Monet on Instagram. There's an underscore, though, right? Sorry. Underscore India Monet. And then Landover Labels underscore. Girl, you who got, got my, all the looks. Got my name. Oh, there it is. It's who up got there. My name? It's <laughs> up there. It's up there. We got you. Thank got you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, another bomb episode. Another bomb episode. Another black woman doing the damn thing <laughs> right here on Girl Stop Playing. Make sure you share this epi- um, episode, comment, like, subscribe, all that stuff. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.